Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. Today's study of 1 John finds us in chapter 2, verse 25. We're looking at the precious promise that believers have, and that's eternal life. So 1 John 2, 25 reads, And this is the promise that he made to us, eternal life. So, before we begin, we're going to look at, my first point is, when God makes a promise. So, what does that mean? Well, first off, we need to realize that all of the Bible is from God. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is breathed out by God. So, the Bible is where we get our promises from God. That is how God has chosen to reveal himself, through his written word, and that's the Bible. So, we next have to realize that all of the Bible is true. Psalm 18.30 says, The word of the Lord proves true. Psalm 119.160 says, The sum of your word is true. And Proverbs 35 says, Every word of God proves true. So we have to remember that every single word in the Bible is truth. And we cannot neglect this and we can't slack on that doctrine. That is necessity. That is dogmatic doctrine. We have to hold to that as believers. Because without that, we have no room for clarity. Without the firm foundation of the all-true Bible, we can't know that we know things apart from the absolute truth of the Bible. And that absolute truth of the Bible helps us make absolute truths through the Bible. And using the lens of the Bible to know that we can know things as humans. The Bible tells us that we can know things. We also have to realize that God fulfills every promise he makes. Going back to those promises. So Numbers 13 or excuse me 23:19 reads, God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will not he fulfill it? So that shows us that God will fulfill his promises. He is faithful to do so. And he's not going to change his mind over promises he's made. And we'll see how that is great news for us. And so 1 Samuel 15.29 says, The glory of Israel, referring to God, will not lie or have regret, for he is not a man that he should have regret. So, we have to constantly be remembering that God's not going to go back on his promises. So when we read something in scripture, we shouldn't have fear over, well, because of this in my life, God's going to go back on his promise towards me. We have to remember that if God makes a promise, especially towards us as believers, then he's going to keep that. Like if he, when he promises us eternal life, as we'll see, he's not going to take that back. Even if we do a terrible sin and believers sin. We've seen that in 1 John. However, God's not going to go back on his promise. And we have to remember that no matter how bad we are because we're humans. However, God is all true and he will not change his mind. He won't go back on his promises. So we must also have to remember that when God made promises, he knew everything that was going to happen. He knew the future. He knew the present. He knew the past. And he knew what we were going to do. He knew all the good we do. He knew all the bad we do. And when he made those promises, he wasn't in the dark on certain things. Things we do don't make him go, oh man, 
I can't fulfill that promise. Okay, I'm going to have to take it back. No, he does those promises, and he made those promises knowing everything we do. He gives believers eternal life, even though he knows they'll be unfaithful sometimes. However, we have to remember that he's never going to change. God is unchanging, and his promises do not change. He fulfills them. So we must finally view all of God's word as completely true. Sometimes we're tempted to not believe that God can fulfill certain promises. However, we have to remember that God is going to fulfill all his promises in the wisest way. So sometimes we can't see those promises being fulfilled in the way we'd expect, but that's okay. We have to remember that he's in control and he knows what's best. God's omniscience or the fact that he knows everything is reason for great peace when sometimes we can't see those promises fulfilled because we know he's going to fulfill those promises in the wisest way and the best way. So the best promise that he gives us, what is that? Eternal life. And that's what John tells us here. He says this is the promise that he made to us, eternal life. So who's this promise made to? He said, John says, and this is the promise that he made to us. Who is that us? That us is all who believe in Jesus for their salvation. Acts 16.31 reads, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. So that promise is for all believers. No matter who they are, no matter what they've done, what they look like, their personality, if they believe in Jesus Christ for their salvation and repent of their sin, they will be saved. And that is the gloriousness of that gift of grace. It doesn't depend on us. Nothing we do changes that. All we must do is do nothing. We have to believe in Jesus alone for our salvation and stop sinning and cling to Jesus and follow him. So we have to remember that the promise of eternal life lasts forever. Nothing can take it away. John 10, 27-28 reads, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. And that is Jesus' comforting words to us. He, as our shepherd, guides us on earth and gives us eternal life with him that can't be taken away or lost. So, I like the illustration of our chickens. So my family owns chickens. And so some people argue that it would be against free will to um for God to restrict or to keep believers saved all their lives. If they wanted to be unsaved, they could do that. Some people argue. However, let's think of if I did that with my chickens. Chickens are not very smart and do not realize that there is a lot out there that wants them for dinner. And so if we were to just leave the gate open and never close it, then they would be eaten very quickly. It would be one night. However, we close the gate at night and we actually spend a lot of work making a super safe coop just to protect them and to protect them from themselves sometimes. We, have, we don't let them out of the chicken coop whenever because if they don't come back at night, they will be eaten. And so God, in the same way, doesn't let us leave. And in reality, that would be killing ourselves. If we left our salvation, that would be detriment to our eternal life. However, God does not let us do that. Jesus is the good shepherd. 
Or to go back to that illustration, the good chicken owner, and he keeps us in the pen. So, this eternal life comes with adoption, as children of God both now and forever. That is one of the most precious gifts of eternal life, the fact that we are saved and we are the children of God. This adoption enables us to go to God as our dad, and Jesus as our brother. Galatians 3.26 reads, For in Christ Jesus... You are all sons of God through faith. So what does this promise mean for us today? Well, we're to live without fear of anything on earth, knowing that when we die, we go to see Jesus. We must also share the gospel so that others can enjoy eternal life and satisfaction with Christ. And finally, we must worship Jesus in awe of the grace that he showed us. I love the lyrics of the hymn, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And that really is so true for us. It is indeed amazing grace. Because why would God choose to save us? He is all wise and sometimes we won't know certain things. However, we do know that God is good in saving us. And that it is solely by his strength that we're saved. And it's solely by his strength that he keeps us to the end. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com.